With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour three. And we are off to the races. Back to baseball we go Max Scherzer was traded a couple days before the trade deadline, but he's making headlines the day after the trade deadline. Why? Because of his mouth. What did you make of Max Scherzer's comments that Pete Alonso is available on the Mets trading block? How do you parse the words of Mets GM Billy Epler, his comments, on the trade deadline and the Mets' philosophy. And why are the Yankees fans freaking out over the trade inactivity at the deadline? We'll talk about all that and more right now. Here it is, our number three. A player that was not traded on Tuesday, traded before the deadline, creating all the headlines at baseball's trade deadline, many of them anyway, We'll talk about that. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Inhabitants, as we inspire confidence, unless we don't, coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and astronomically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the Mecca, the Mecca of the Maller Militia, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And welcome back in. Good to have you. How exciting is that? You found us again here this hour, and you're listening. We thank you for that. Uh, Later this hour, we'll have too much or not enough. Also, the Maller Riddle of the Day. The Maller Riddle of the Day. But we're going to go back to flogging a dead horse. 
something we're very good at in sports talk. And uh, I can't get over some of these comments that came out of the post-trade deadline conversation. So our lead this hour does come from the diamond. It's about the trade deadline, the fallout, the fallout zone, if you will, at the trade deadline. It continues to bubble up here. And there is no bigger story than the mushroom cloud that Max Scherzer set off as he landed in Texas. Scherzer's going to make his first start for the Rangers later this week, but he started the ball rolling for Texas in the last 24 hours. Now, if you didn't see this, and, and maybe you missed it, uh, we learned that Max Scherzer traded from the Metropolitans to the Rangers. He announced that the Mets are open to trade Pete Alonso, the beloved Pete Alonso. He's the source. It wasn't an unnamed source. It wasn't scuttlebutt, back fence talk. It wasn't the streets are talking. No, it was from Max Scherzer's gums. He's the one that said it. Scherzer regurgitating a conversation that he claimed to have with the New York general manager, Billy Epler, later the Angels, and as Scherzer was negotiating his release into the transfer portal to go to the Rangers, he talked to the Mets GM, and he had several big revelations. He claimed that the Mets GM told him the team is not going to try to win next season. I'm paraphrasing this, but he said that the Mets are going to be in a transition year, which means they're going to blow intentionally. And then they're going to try again in 2025 and 2026. But next year is a throwaway year. Buy your Mets tickets right now. Uh, don't don't miss out. Uh, so, so there's that. And then he also stated, this is via Ken Rosenthal, behind a paywall on The Athletic, he said that Billy Epp, GM of the Mets, according to him, said that the franchise was open to trading not only players who would become free agents in 2023, but also after 24, including Pete Alonso. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Pete Alonso. Popular Pete. Popular Pete. All right, so let's discuss the question on this one. What did you make of Max Scherzer's commentary on Pete Alonso and the possibility of his name being on the trading block? Now, it is interesting to note that Alonso was not traded, but that's really background noise, the fact that his name was made available and that what that symbolically means, kind of a big deal. Kind, I don't want to be overly dramatic, but it's kind of a big deal. So I've got Molotov cocktail, rodents, and joy of painting. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice chain around your neck. Uh, That's what we're going to make. So uh, the first thought I have, Max Scherzer made sure when he was leaving the Mets, he cleaned out his locker. And on his way out there, he he also got rid of some of that dirty stuff in the back of the locker on his way out of Queens. Uh, Man, that's good. Again, I I love this kind of stuff. It doesn't happen very often. We talked earlier about Sean Payton unloading on Nathaniel Hackett, and everyone's all flustered. The feathers are in the air everywhere and all that. Now you got Max Scherzer saying this, and uh, just, just wonderful. Scherzer, it was a private conversation between him and the Mets GM on his way out of Gotham 
Max Scherzer on his way to LaGuardia. Says, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, 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 they're going to trade Alonzo. They tried to trade Alonzo. His name's out there. Bless his heart. Uh, Scherzer just casually dropping this name, tossed on the flea market, unconcerned, laid back, just tossing the Molotov cocktail right at the Mets front office, cold-blooded, cold-blooded. Now, nobody from the Metropolitans, it's something we should point out here, nobody from the Metropolitans, at least I didn't see it if it happened, denied that what Max Scherzer said was accurate. Nobody said, well, you know, he didn't. What he said, he just was talking out of his uh, his ass. Now, even if even if they had said that, we still wouldn't believe them. But they didn't say that. Instead, the Mets front office issued a statement saying, uh, "quote We love having him, meaning Pete Alonso, here." Now, you could love to have people on your team and then trade them. Happens all the time. Uh, I worked at radio stations where I was told my boss, uh, he loved me and still fired me. So it happens. Uh, That's what takes place there. So that's what's known as trickeration. We're getting into a presidential election cycle, which is coming up here. If you're into politics at all, uh, we try to avoid politics because uh, we uh, people get very upset when you talk about politics. But in politics, there's this thing called the non-answer answer where you answer, but you give a non-answer, and that's what the Mets did. That's the takeaway. If you, if you want Pete Alonzo, if you want the polar bear, Pete Alonzo, you can have him. The Mets are open for business. Alonzo's got one year left, I believe, and then the Mets have to pay him. And if the timeline is right, if you look at the, the Venn diagram, if the Mets aren't trying to win next year, and let's say it's two or three more years after that, they're looking at how old Pete Alonso is, and they're like, well, we give him a six-year contract. By the time we have a good team again, Pete Alonso is going to be long in the tooth, and so what's the point of giving him a long-term contract? We can save a couple of bucks and, and trade him and get some lottery tickets in, in return, and maybe we'll win Powerball. And, and that'll be great until we have to pay the taxes in New York, and then that won't be so great. Now, secondly, after the Pete Alonzo revelation, uh, the plot twist came out, the Mets executive, Billy Epler, spoke with the media, and he talked about the team's decision to undergo the midseason garage sale and try to clear everything. It's like a moving sale. Everything's available. It's free on offer up, whatever you want. Just grab this, grab that. Uh, trades of Max Scherzer, Verlander, and all that. Who are underachievers who are underachievers. Uh, so uh, here's the, the, the quote. He said, Billy Epler said this, you have to go through a little pain to get where we want to go. Uh, he said, our organization is making strides for a better future. Uh, he added that the team wants to field a competitive team in 2024. What does that mean? Didn't they plan on fielding a competitive team here in 2023? How'd that work out? So how do you parse the words of the Metropolitan's GM, Billy Epler, and his commentary on the deadline. So it's always important, always important to take the management statement with a nice big grain of salt. Uh, that's what you need to do because by every every objective me- measurement, every measurement you can come up with, the Mets have been horrific failures this season. And we used to have these annoying Mets fans that would call the show and say, oh, it's going to be the Mets year and all that. They don't even call anymore. They're so defeated. They have their tail between their legs, 
and they're walking away. Uh, but the Mets had champagne wishes and caviar dreams uh, this season. They were expecting this to be a tiptoe through the tulips. The idea that the Miami Marlins have had a better season than the Mets, that's a fact, Jack. Uh, that is wild. That is crazy. And so instead of just a nice, smooth tiptoe through the tulips, the New York Metropolitans have been living the life of a rodent, one of those famous New York City subway rodents that are enjoying unsanitary conditions, eating uh, slices of leftover pizza that are tossed among the subway goers there and uh, just bathing in their own feces and urine as subway rats do their unsanitary com- conditions and all that. And so now the Mets are, they huddled up and they're in damage control, but the implication was they're going to tap out for next season. So we'll see what happens. Now the Mets owner, the hedge fund guy, uh, Cohen does not seem like the kind of guy that's a tap out guy. He's a tap in guy, not a tap out guy. All right. Final thought. So the, uh, I'm going to stay in New York. Cause the, the other story, which caught my attention involves the Yankees. Do you see what's going on there? Uh, staying in a New York state of mind uh, with the Yankees. The, the Yankees were not buyers. The Yankees were not sellers. Uh, the, the Yankees sat right on the fence, right there on the fence, with a last-place baseball team in the American League East looking up at the tuchus of the Red Sox and the Rays and the Orioles and the Blue Jays, all those teams. And they sat there, and they, they didn't do anything of note as Eddie would say, no trades of note for the Yankees. And so many people in the Bronx were were triggered. There were some nasty comments that were made and people upset. So why are the Yankee fans freaking out over the inactive trade deadline? So the inactivity at the deadline. So the way I will answer this, it's like the joy of painting. The The Yankee fan was expecting a Bob Ross style masterpiece. One of those great landscape masterpieces Bob Ross used to do on PBS back in the day. It's still on reruns. And then the GM there, Brian Cashman, was supposed to go in and be like that old movie Wreck-It Ralph, Fix-It Felix, and he was going to fix everything and make a couple of trades and improve the lineup that stinks. That Yankee lineup is so bad. I think Angry Bill, who's 135 years old with, with his body falling apart, could play left field for the Yankees at this point. Uh, but and one of our callers. Anyway, listen, so you're supposed to do the midseason makeover. That's what the Yankees do. But as we've learned, these aren't your daddy's Yankees. These aren't your granddad's Yankees. These are the new Yankees, the lean and mean New York Yankees. And uh, they, they no longer have the never give up attitude. They have the, well, we're not going to technically give up. But I would argue what the Yankees did is more offensive to their fan base. And here's why. The strength of the Yankees this year is what? Their bullpen. The Yankees have the top bullpen in baseball. They're the only bullpen in all of the major leagues that has an ERA of under 3.60. The only ones. So what did the what did the Yankees do? They went out and traded for two relief pitchers. That's their move. Nobody can actually make contact and not strike out four or five times a game. They traded for two relief pitchers. Why? We have no idea. We, we have no idea. Uh, but I do know that the trade deadline was the equivalent of a, instead of a Bob Ross PBS painting, it was more like a, a finger painting monstrosity from a preschooler 
is what it was like. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on any of that, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. You can be part of the program. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. And you can hit us up on Twitter at Ben Maller or the Threads app. We're on there as well, at Ben Maller on Fox. And don't forget, if you want to see the the baseball, my baseball. Where's my baseball? Uh, I had an interesting night at the ballpark last night. and see a photo on the Facebook show page and Instagram. Ben Maller on Fox on Instagram. Ben Maller show on Facebook. Here's the Maller riddle of the day. Carolina Panthers quarterback Bryce Young says that he never got recognized while at Alabama while he was doing blank. Again, the number one pick in the NFL draft, Bryce Young of the Carolina Panthers, says that he never got recognized back at Alabama while doing blank. That is the Maller riddle of the day. The answer and your calls. We'll get to it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the curious world of The Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you could follow tonight's technical producer, Mark, if he was on social media. But as far as we know, he is not and doesn't look to be getting involved in any of that anytime soon. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Coming up later this hour, we'll have too much or not enough right now. The Maller riddle of the day following another baseball-heavy Maller monologue. Max Scherzer dropping a neutron bomb on the Mets front office. They're going to suck next year by design, not trying to win. And if you want Pete Alonzo, very popular player there in Queens, you can get him as well. Here's the Maller riddle of the day. Carolina quarterback, the number one pick in the NFL draft, Bryce Young, revealed this week that when he was back at Alabama, he never got recognized while doing blank. That is the question. What is the answer? And let's see, does anyone know the answer? J. Dot in Utah says he never got noticed for picking up girls on OnlyFans. Uh, what do we have here? Uh, making the best, just as good as all the rest, paper snowflakes. From Jeremy in Minnesota. Well, that's a great tribute of you, Jeremy, pointing out that the term best just means as good as all the rest. That's a thank you for that. Uh, one of my hiccups in life, uh, I saw that. I read that years ago, and it just has stuck with me. The legal definition of the term best is as good as all the rest. Donkey sausage going with a superheroing as the answer. Walking with his girlfriend from late night drug tester. Uh, what else we have? Page down, uh, page down. Ferg Cat says while he was walking around in his fur suit. Oh, that would be impressive if he was a furry. If the star- number one quarterback in the draft was a furry, that would be impressive. Big Panda going with the True King of Queens uh, podcast. Okay, uh, very nice. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Did not get recognized for his large hands. Justin in Cincinnati said did not get recognized at a Trump rally, uh, he stated. What else do we have? Page down. Sipping Sweet Tea, guessed by Art Puffin. Nick in Wisconsin checks in with the Booger Sugar as uh, his answer. Nick was there at the the famous axe throwing that took place there at the Mermaid in Minnesota few months back. Who else do we have? Page down. Uh, Fox uh, High Wind. I will not be reading that, but it's very funny. 
We'll not be reading that. Uh, Jeff in Oklahoma got it right. Obviously cheating. Bad job by Jeff in Tulsa. Uh, can't read that. Eddie, do you have an answer to the Maller riddle of the day? Oh, uh, yeah. He uh, he never got recognized when he was hunting gators with our uh, guy in Alabama there. Oh, yeah. The, the one-eyed guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One-leg guy. Well, one leg. Well, he might have one eye now, too. You know, because maybe his uh, eye true. got poked. Remember, they, they went, like, behind his eye there. Uh, no, the correct answer, Bryce Young, the Carolina Panthers quarterback, says while at Alabama, he never got recognized while doing – DoorDash delivery. DoorDash delivery. Not Uber Eats, DoorDash. And so that's the answer to the riddle of the day. It is interesting to note. The headline sounds shocking. In Tuscaloosa, the pro football team in Tuscaloosa is Alabama, University of Alabama. So how do you not know if you're in Tuscaloosa who this guy is, Bryce Young? But he said it happened during the COVID year. Like uh, when, when COVID was going on, he was wearing a mask and he also said that he only mostly did deliveries to people that you just drop it off at the door and they don't open the door. So how would you get recognized if you're wearing a mask and you're just dropping food off at people's doors? Like he said he would wear a hoodie, too. So you yeah, yeah, all you could yeah, see was his eyes. Yeah. So it's like the headlines. Great. Right. Headlines. Good headline. But the reality is, of, no, of course, Pat. Patrick Mahomes could go around Kansas City doing Uber Eats with a mask on and a hoodie, and nobody would know who he is. If he started talking, they would know because he sounds like Grover. But just delivering food, nobody would know. Man. Anyway, uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Let's go. Many people have pointed out what's going on. These callers tonight, Eakin, Roseville, Minnesota, several others. Well, Andrea pointed this out couple days ago and she's back to give us more information there was a full moon this week but not the full moon isn't just a one-day phenomena it is not hello andrea hello ben how are you welcome in andrea good to have you here explain the cosmic effect of a full moon which we had this week and is continuing on Yes, I think that's an important point you mentioned, Ben. I always liken it um, to a cold. You feel it two two days before, the day of, and about two days after. So it's one of those uh, high-energy times, extremely emotional. We've got the sun in Leo, and we have the moon in Aquarius. So it's like all for one, one for all, unless you're the New York Mets and you're selling everybody off. But, uh, yeah, I'll yes. tell you. And it, it was close, Andrea. You were actually being considered to be traded, but you they decided to hold on to you as a Mets fan. Since you're also an A's fan, they felt guilty for you. Oh, well, yeah. They, feel, they felt pity. Please feel a lot of that with everything going on, I'll tell you. And, and they lost, then on a walk-off balk. Do you believe that? The Mets lost the game uh, in the ninth inning. Well, uh, I, I can't believe the Mets lost. I, I definitely yeah, believe right. the Mets can lose. Uh, but that's hard to lose to the Royals, because even though the Mets traded everyone they could possibly trade except Pete Alonso, the Royals are still fielding a double-A team. So Ben, right. the best the best part about that was that, that they had brought in a relief pitcher, right, right, and he never threw an actual pitch. He just right. came in and balked, <laughs> yes. and the game was over. I know. I mean, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. I'll tell you, it's been really tough. And you know, the only saving grace, uh, I looked at um, the sports astrology of uh, Verlander, um, and I know today was uh, the full moon, Jerry Garcia's birthday. Um, uh, he's uh, Verlander, February twentieth. 
1983. I mentioned the midlife crisis, and the party's going to be over pretty soon. When he, I swear, the minute I heard he was going to the Astros band, I heard your voice going the Astros. Yeah, and um, that's right. Saturday, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean Saturn and Pisces. I mean that's lowered energy, rules the skeletal system, bones, knees, teeth, and joints. And Neptune, planet of confusion, lethargy, going to connect to his Mars. I always say a crucial planet for an athlete. And that's in September. I mean, we're talking pretty soon. So I just really think that, um, you know, it's just a little, the pivot of the Gemini owner, um, Steve Cohn. I mean, from like going all in, the highest payroll in history, never mind just the Mets. And now he's selling off, um, you know, but I mean, timing's everything. They were kind of past their peak, but be that as it may, it was just kind of, you know, a bit of a slap in the face for Mets fans when it was like, oh, Verlander and Scherzer, and, you know. Yes, and, But, yes, you know, and... timing's everything. It really wasn't uh-huh. a good time for them, but it's just kind of a shock to have them sell the team off like that. It was kind of an intense, emotional full moon to answer your there you go. Intense, emotional, yes. full moon. I got you. All right. Well, Andrea, thank you. And I saw your athletics there. I gave my sympathies to Ken Korak, the great broadcaster for the A's, who I saw. I have not seen Ken in a number of years, but I saw him there, the radio voice of the athletics, and I felt uh, felt bad. He's like Ralph Lawler back in the 90s with the Clippers, their play-by-play guy. Not good. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Virgo yes. in service. Thank you, Ben. On thank Twitter. There she goes. All right. You too. There she goes. Thank Our you, friend ben. Andrea as she runs away there. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Who you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. To golf, and after the surprising alliance between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, there were complaints from players on the PGA Tour about wanting more involved in the decisions regarding the tour. As a result, the PGA Tour has added Tiger Woods as a player director, uh, also made changes to its governance structure to ensure that no major decisions can be made in the future without the prior involvement and approval of player directors. Okay, Tiger needs something. He needs something to do. Yeah, for sure. He needs another job for more money as well. Yes. I'm sure he's not doing it for free. Definitely. 100%. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for that. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on through these overnight hours. And this portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So Ferg Cat, not Ferg Dog, Ferg Cat. And Eek in Roseville, Minnesota, several other people have been pointing out. I'm trying to keep track of everybody. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because there's a story that's developing here overnight that has picked up some steam that our favorite punching bag, this is an emergency Maller meeting here on the show. So somebody that we have used as a foil in our lame jokes. And I, truth be told, I, I was convinced that this would end probably a year ago because we'd run out of jokes. We have not run out of jokes. But Lizzo is being caught up. I, I thought she would be bulletproof from cancel culture. She's Lizzo. She's overweight. She's a female. She's a singer. The whole. I thought well, she had. Did you read what she did? Well, yes, yes. 
Yeah, so so there's a story going around. She's been sued by the dancers that she had worked with there. They've alleged sexual harassment, hostile workplace, and all of that. Now, keep in mind, in a lawsuit, you can allege anything you want. You can make up the most outrageous claims you possibly can come up with, and it doesn't matter whether you can prove them or not. You just have to you throw them in. It's called frivolous lawsuits. But uh, this lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles on Tuesday, and uh, these uh, dancers, these backup, these uh, three ladies, uh, claimed that they were exposed to sexually charged and uncomfortable work environment, harassment so severe and pervasive that it made their employment conditions intolerable. Yeah. And it gets a little deeper on that. And so this has been going on all the way through. I think the- you should read the specifics. Why don't you do that, Coop? Go ahead. You want to go? Go, go uh, ahead. Nah, I mean, no, no, this I, is your story. You brought it up. I think. Well, you no, I think you should inform the listeners <laughs> as to <laughs> what exactly <laughs> these backup <laughs> dancers had to do. Um, let, let's let's just say that Lizzo really made them earn their money, uh, right? I mean, I think that's uh, yes. Uh, so I think we're fine. I, I don't. I think if anything, this gives us more material for the Lizzo jokes. Oh, absolutely. So. Like, there were some people that would send me messages, like, you shouldn't goof on Lizzo, you know, she's wonderful, and she's like a hero for the fat, and you know, and all that. And so I was like, okay, whatever, and uh, we've done it, And but now I think we're okay. I think we this just, I, I think, Coop, uh, some nasty things were said in that lawsuit, which will likely lead to what, a payout, some kind of payout from Lizzo's side of people and all that? Uh, I believe it. You believe all of it. Yes, all of all of it. I, I mean, how what's do you, your favorite what's your favorite part that you believe there? How do you come up with that if it's not true? <laughs> they were f- <laughs> Yes, go ahead, say it. Say it. You want to say it. Go ahead, say it. You want to say well, it. One, say one it. One report said that they were forced to eat a banana. <laughs> The reaction from Ben is making me seem like I should not continue this sentence. <laughs> no, I, I want to hear all of it, Coop. Talk slowly. I want. I don't want to miss a syllable. Come on. Out of an interesting place. <laughs> Could you be more specific? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Lizzo. Uh, um, well, go, a little bit it? more specific. Yeah. Um, yes, cool. <laughs> out of an interesting place belonging to a professional of the Amsterdam variety. <laughs> the, uh, the Amsterdam variety. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the deal. There's a lawsuit, and who knows? Uh, does she get canceled? How does this work? I don't, I'm not sure how it works. Does she get canceled? I don't like to cancel people and all that. But that, No, she won't get canceled. You think she's okay? Cause yeah, she's, she'll be fine. She's fat and stuff, and people feel bad for her and stuff and all that. But, uh, man. And she's, she, <laughs> this is just, just great. Uh, pressured them to uh, attend certain shows and uh, some weight gain situation there and all that. Uh, let's say hello to Poppy in uh, San Diego. Hello, Poppy. Hello. You know, um, you know, I, I heard a you know scratch up with the Gremlins getting up. I think he was trying to talk about uh, Bernie Prado that he was going to call and uh, you know compete for the Bernie Prado's uh, bunk and bed. 
And uh, I just want to tell you, wait, I got some breaking news. Breaking news on Fox Sports Radio. Poppy from the Mallard Militia was the first annual champion, and the champion's here, guys, from Bernie's Bunk and Bed. So it's my title, current champion. Going to go back-to-back, guys. Just wanted to tell you guys, you think that's what he was saying. But I know you guys want to hear picking with Poppy the best. And when I'm gonna hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. Does anyone want to hear? Anybody raise their hands. Anyone want to hear picking with Poppy? Uh, uh, Eddie's no hand. Uh, Coop, no. Mark, uh, Eddie, Eddie. no. Uh, no one's got their well, hand raised. Well, you know what? It, it don't matter what you guys say because Fox Sports Radio, what Poppy does on the radio, it trends. And people want to hear about soccer. I'll give you guys soccer. Soccer's very popular right now. Tomorrow's gonna be messy. Inter Miami against Orlando. We're going to take Inter Miami, playing at home with Messi. Easy, make that bling, bling. Uh, that guarantees Miami will lose. Messi won't play. No, All right. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Messi is going to play. I am an expert on soccer, Ben Mallard. You're an expert. Why are you, how are you an expert on soccer, Poppy? What, what are your qualifications? So, qualifications, I played AYSO. Well, I so played. did I. I was an AYSO referee as well. So, I know well, the rules you, of soccer. Let me tell you, Ben Mallard. I played in my high school varsity team. Did you play in your high school varsity team? No, soccer? I played football. I played the real football. That's oh, what I you played. Did? So did I. No, I you didn't, Poppy. No, 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 you didn't. didn't. That's a lie. Yes, You're lying. You I'm not lying. But let me tell you, that's my one pick, and uh, my other pick, it's revenge. We're going to go revenge. I know you I, I like the monologue that you said about the Yankees. Tampa Bay Rays smacked the, you know, the, the Yankees. But tomorrow, the Yankees are having the best pitchers. We're going to go with goal. We're going to make the bling-bling with Yankees. We're taking the Yankees tomorrow, New York. Okay. Guys. All right. Uh, thank you. Thanks. Are you done? Is that it? You're out of here. You're, that's all you've got. All right. Uh, thank you. Go away. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. As we roll on, I need a game show contestant. That could be you. There aren't a lot of shows that play game shows still, but we do. We have one called Too Much or Not Enough. This is the game that Hollering James used to play before his phone died and never to call us again. But Hollering James won this fast asleep. So if you'd like to give it a shot, see if you can win the game show lottery, get on the air. Operators are standing by 877 99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Too much or not enough? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You can listen to the Ben Maller Show how you want, when you want, with podcasting. Some P1s find themselves binge listening to classic episodes, while others like to space things out. Either way, by subscribing to the free Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcast, you hope this overnight dinghy stay afloat and annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. And away we go. Too much or not enough. Every single week at about this time, we welcome in our contestant. Do we take door number one or door number two? Decisions, decisions, decisions. Let's say hello to Alameda Lou. Hello. I'm back, baby. You're back. Uh, how the giant? How the Giants doing there? That was something. How the Giants doing there, Lou? They're doing good. Patrick Bailey's probably going to win a Gold Glove after today alone. So, all right, Joey Bart, who? 
Yes. All right. Uh, here we and go. Yes. Here, here we go. Alameda Lou. Too much or not enough. You go five for five. I'll uh, name the game after this. Uh, are we still calling this the Frank in Vegas? We're not because Frank – that was last week, Frank. We do it for one week. Frank won a couple weeks ago. He got all five right. But here we go. Uh, you got to get three right to win the game. And Is he... door number one or door number two, right? Well, you're door number one. So Okay. Door number two is very upset right now because you, we picked Ooh. you. So. Door number one is now screaming profanity at what an a-hole I am for picking door number one. So. Never done that in my life. Here we go. Uh, question number one. Tuesday night against the Pirates was the fifth time in the last 20 years that the Cubs scored 20 or more runs in a game. Is that too much or not enough? No. Oh, oh, that's way too much. You say way, way too much. Is that uh, correct? Uh, yeah. By the way, it was against the Cincinnati Reds, not against the Pirates, against the Cincinnati Sorry, Reds. Uh, so uh, there you go. Too much is right. Get that one right. Uh, but against the Reds. Question number two, the Padres will be the 10th team that Rich Hill has pitched for, the veteran hurler heading from Pittsburgh to San Diego. Is that too much or not enough? Yeah, he's pitched for a lot of teams. Um, I don't think it's enough. I think he's pitched for more teams. So what's your answer? So Rich Hill has pitched for more than 10 teams, if not 10. So not enough is your answer. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's find out. That is correct. Not enough. Uh, Rich Hill will be pitching for his 13th team in 19 seasons. He's pitched for every team in California outside of your Giants. Pitch for the A's, yeah, thank God. Angels, Padres, Dodgers. He had a perfect. He was good for the Dodgers, though. Yeah, yeah, he had like a perfect game going, and Dave Roberts took him out. <laughs> well, <laughs> Luke, you, what a you dummy! Know him. You know what, a, what a dummy! All right, uh, question number three. Here we go. Question number three. Last season, there were four receivers with fifteen hundred or more receiving yards. Is that too much or not enough in the NFL? Uh, going through the list, there were, God, oh, it's right on the number. Um, I'm going to go with, there were not more than four wide receivers with, uh, with 1,500 yards. So, so, so is, it, is that not enough or too much? It's too much. There were not four. Too much. Yeah. All right. Is that right? That's right. Yes. All right. Well, you've won the game. We're going to keep going, though. There were only three, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, Tyreek Hill of the Dolphins, and Devontae Adams of the Raiders. I, I thought so. If Cooper Cup didn't get hurt, he might have been on it, too. But, alas, your Rams, you know, you know how they are. It's all right. They had the Super Bowl hangover. You, know, you wouldn't know what that's yeah, like. It's yeah. been a while for you, so you wouldn't know what that's like. All right, question oh. number four. Here okay. we go. I saw Cooper Cup's hurt again for the Rams. Wonderful. Oh, no. Picking up where he left off. Question number four. Last season – there were six quarterbacks with a passer rating of 100 or more. Is that too much or not enough? That is not enough. There were more than that. You sure about that? Who's ringing the bell? Ding. Very quick on the bell. Uh, th- that is correct. Yeah, not enough. There were seven quarterbacks with 100-plus rating last season with a passer rating. Okay. Ben Maller was not one of them. How do you know that? I guess I don't. I started several games for the Tennessee Titans, and I did better than Malik Willis. 
The Kerry Collins of uh, MLB, of, of uh, right. Fox Sports Let's Radio. Calm down. Question five. It comes down to this. You've already got, won the game. Now we'll have to name the game after you next week. How painful will that be if that's the case? Here we go. Painful the, for Justin. The Atlanta Braves had 25 first inning home runs before August this season. Is that too much or not enough for the Bravos? That's way too much. No shot. Way too much. Final answer? Final answer. No, you didn't get it right. The answer's not enough. The Braves actually had 32 first-inning home runs before August. Only the Reds a couple years ago in 2019 had more. Thank you. You won Alameda Lou for not naming the game after you, though. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.